Hello everyone. We've been in Romans chapter 5 and before leaving this biblical character that we've been considering, Mephibosheth, I'd like to remind you of what happened to him in subsequent years after him being brought to the palace of the king. In 2 Samuel chapter 15, we read of Absalom stealing the hearts of the nation and driving King David into exile. So David, his household, and those faithful to him left the city and went over the river Jordan. However, Mephibosheth's servant Ziba met David with provisions of wine and food and donkeys that were saddled for the household to ride upon. But what he also came with was a bunch of lies about his master. He told David that Mephibosheth had stayed in Jerusalem in order to reclaim the kingdom for himself. As a result of these lies, uh, Mephibosheth's servant got what he came for, which was much more than he brought. David promised him everything that belonged to Mephibosheth. And in this, I have to say, David was far too hasty and extremely unwise in not seeking the Lord's guidance about the matter before making a dreadful misjudgment. Absalom was ultimately killed by Joab, one of the captains of David's army. And you remember that we spoke about David mourning over his son's death uh, on a previous occasion. Then David came back over the Jordan again and returned to Jerusalem. And scripture records this about this man who had been maligned uh, by his own servant and misjudged by David. It says this, Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king and had neither treated his feet, trimmed his beard or washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came again in peace. Mephibosheth was questioned by David as to why he'd not gone with him. And he said, My lord, O king, thy thy servant, my servant rather, deceived me. For I said, I will saddle me an ass that I may ride thereon and go to the king, because your servant is lame. And he has slandered your servant unto my lord the king, But my lord the king is as an angel of God. Do therefore what is good in your eyes. For all of my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet you set your servant among them that did eat at your own table. What right therefore have I to cry any more unto the king? David replied, I have said that you and Ziba shall divide the land. Well, actually, David hadn't said that. He'd said that he would, that Mephibosheth would lose it all and Ziba would get it all. But Mephibosheth said to David, Let him take it all, for as much as my lord the king is come again in peace unto his own house. That's all that mattered to Mephibosheth was that David was restored to his position of being the king of the nation again. I believe the last time we read about him is when David spared him from being taken and killed by people who held Saul and his family responsible for breaking a solemn covenant 
and seeking to destroy them. Now I'd like us to glean some things from what we've just outlined. Number one, though we came into such blessings when we came to know Christ, as Christians, that is when we trusted Christ as our Saviour, like Mephibosheth did when he came to David, nevertheless we became linked with a rejected Lord. You see, there is a usurper upon the throne of this world. Scripture speaks of him as being the God of this world, Satan in other words. But like Mephibosheth, we make it very clear by our behaviour and our very demeanour that though we can't be with our Lord where he is, we are for him and we're longing and waiting for his return. Secondly, Mephibosheth was maligned and suffered the loss of much, not only of his material wealth uh, because of someone with an ulterior motive, but he was, he was mocked, he was maligned, he was lied about. And in a sense he was convicted of things that were not just. And you and I will be misunderstood. We will be maligned and possibly penalised in many and various ways because of our association with a rejected Christ, a rejected Saviour. And this country is moving very fast in that direction. We've heard just recently of lots of preachers of the gospel that have been arrested and imprisoned because they have been simply telling the story of God's love uh, to people. Thirdly, I want you to notice that Mephibosheth was misjudged and his motives misunderstood by David. But you and I are an open book to the Lord Jesus. Our motives, our words, our actions are fully known to him and will receive their due recognition in a coming day when he returns to take us home. David was a man after God's own heart, but in this particular thing, he wasn't. He was faulty, just like you and me. And he made misjudgments, but the Lord Jesus will never do so. He will reward according uh, to his righteous judgment and righteous assessment of the lives that we live for him. Number four. Mephibosheth was spared because of a covenant that was forged between David and Jonathan. And those who have come into the blessing of salvation are the subjects of a covenant and a promise that is immutable and eternal. The scripture says, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. You and I are in the benefit and the blessing of that covenant that has been confirmed in the blood of Christ. And it's an immutable, irreversible, eternal covenant between God and the believer. How precious is that? So here we've seen in this man Mephibosheth, 
who was originally disabled, called himself a dead dog, and was distant from the palace and the king. Because of the grace of God, he came to be in the palace as one of the king's sons and totally reconciled to the king. But in a far greater way, you and I have been brought by God's grace and power into the place of blessing, into the circle of divine favour, because Jesus loved us and died for us, and we're now in the family of God, fully and eternally reconciled to himself, awaiting the coming of the one who at the moment is rejected by the world. Our Lord is now rejected and by the world disowned, by the, by the many still neglected, and but by the few enthroned. But soon he'll come. And when he comes, we're waiting to see him. We're waiting to be taken by him into his glorious and eternal presence. Now God may, may God bless his precious word to us all today.